Paddle Ready Broadcast, believing what it says. Welcome for joining us again this evening for Battle Ready. We are in Revelation chapter 17. Um, before we start, can we say something about a service that we had today that was truly different and kind of, if you weren't familiar with the situation, you might have thought we'd all kind of lost our minds, but we had a very dear friend who passed away and she asked very sincerely that her service, her memorial, be a celebration of her life and not a sad situation. And I'm just really proud of Addison Church and of her family and of everybody that gathered today. And I just kind of want to say that. I wanted to go down on the record that they loved her very much. We all did. But to honor that request today was something of love I haven't seen in a while. We didn't talk about what we were going to talk about, but I wanted to start there too. And I want to talk about that. And I wanted to say there was a preacher, Richie, and I used to listen to for years on the radio. And he tells a story about how somebody came up to him one day really excited, really proud of themselves. And they said, I've got religion, Pastor. i got religion. He said, oh, I'm so sorry for you. Get rid of it just as fast as you can. And I thought, when I thought of June today in her service, <clears throat> I thought, get rid of religion just as fast as, as you, you can. can. Because what we felt in, in the service today, and I don't even know what to call it, it was, was a, she just, called it a celebration. She asked for You know, a typically you, you have a minister preach a sermon, and sh her mm -hmm. nephew did a wonderful job at the gravesite. It wasn't really a sermon. He was just talking to us. But there was no sermon. There was no formality. All the things that go into a general funeral service like you've expected, they weren't there. It was just a bunch of people who were touched mm -hmm. by her life. Mm -hmm. And had great stories and to had, tell. And, what, the, and what they kept saying was, I mean, I'm just summarizing, but what they kept saying was, when I was in her presence, I felt grace. Mm -hmm. That's what jo how jo Josh described. I mm -hmm. felt grace. I mm -hmm. felt like I could breathe and relax. I mm -hmm. felt I knew she loved Jesus, and she wasn't ashamed to talk about it. But it wasn't in that formal, stiff. This is like God. I'm going to take you and 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 go through a procedure mm -hmm. with you. It was Jesus was her everyday life. Jesus mm -hmm. was who she was. Mm -hmm. And all the stories, the funny things and the, and that the was, good things. That was the nice thing. I mean, there were lots of, there were yeah. some moments of stories that were poignant and a little heartbreaking. But most of the stories were exactly what she wanted. She and wanted, what she was. And what she was. Yes. And, and it was. was no problem. I mean, and perfect? No, she never claimed to be perfect. She never, mm -hmm. she was just a great human being saved by God, right? She just she just had so many... She was a wonderful illustration of exactly what this lesson is tonight. Mm -hmm. I agree. Not religion. I agree. And I think she would be honored... Relationship. ...also by us including her in this lesson. And I, I, think and she I really would. wanted us to do that. So, so for Gail June Price's family, we love her. We, so much. We look forward to seeing her. We're going to see her again, and we know that. Uh, but No one had a doubt about the peace Not in the room and the salvation said, of her because mm -hmm. it wasn't anything put on. Religion, man-made religion is a very put-on, mm -hmm. artificial, restrictive mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. And what you felt when you were in the presence of June was the presence of Christ and freedom. Mm -hmm. Just to be who you are. Freedom. Just to so, laugh. And laughter. Uh, mm -hmm. I know... Um, I don't know how to say this the right way, so forgive me. And I'm a little emotional, so forgive me for that too. But sometimes churches frown on that. You know, you don't come in here. You're not laugh. taking it seriously enough. You can't. Well, yeah. Yeah. Still what is it I'm not taking seriously enough? The fact that everything I try to do, I goof up. But Jesus is perfect. Mm -hmm. I take that pretty seriously. Mm -hmm. And I, and it's good to be able to laugh at yourself. Mm -hmm. It does good like right? medicine, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And it was a, just a really good. It was just a really good service. And I want to thank her family for thinking of that. She would have been and so pleased with all of you. It. If any of you are watching, I think some of you do. She, she would have been so it. happy with you. She would have. She would have absolutely. And the songs. So proud. We're of not. You traditional funeral songs no. they weren't about sad things they were about happy things mm -hmm. and you know what heaven is real real people go there it's a real place mm -hmm. so we need to stop acting like it's not real because it is mm -hmm. right and that's you remember everybody tells me that, too <laughs> everybody tells that story about you know that famous shortest verse in the bible jesus wept when he was outside mm -hmm. of lazarus tomb the bible tells you that he wept because of their unbelief mm -hmm. here they are at that tomb and he wants to say 
Don't you know that I'm the answer? Mm -hmm. Don't you know that I'm the resurrection and the life? Don't you know? This is going to happen. Like I I see that you're sorrowing, but listen, don't you believe what I've been telling you? Right. And I, and when I think about that, I I'm, was so sad. And then I kept thinking like, that is not at all what I should be thinking. Mm-hmm. No. I should be rejoicing for her and rejoicing for Harvey mm-hmm. and rejoicing for me that I'm going the same place she is. Mm-hmm. So when I talk about religion versus relationship or religion versus salvation, mm-hmm. that's kind of the theme or the big message out of chapter 17. Mm-hmm. And and I just jotted down like some of the things that have been done Mm -hmm. in the name of religion. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if I know, I don't, I haven't seen what you've written down, but I'm guessing it's not going to be pretty. In the name of religion. Now, first of all, in in the the ancient world, in the name of religion, child sacrifice was everywhere around the globe. Human sacrifice was mm-hmm. everywhere around the globe. Mm-hmm. In the name of religion, in the name of getting closer to God, not necessarily they took someone else's the God life. of Israel. Well, but, but, but I won't even say that. In the name of religion, religion gone wrong in the past, even in the Christian church, people were killed mm-hmm. and tortured. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I wrote some of these things down. Wars that were started because of, in the name of religion, and not wars like you really had a righteous cause but you don't worship the same way i do so you do this in a different way than i do and we're going to murder one another we're going to persecute one another we're going to burn one another at the stake you know when one Mm -hmm. part of a christian religion versus another part of a christian religion disagree burned each other at the Mm -hmm. stake because they didn't like the way they answered a question or they didn't like the way they saw something in the bible i know this is rough for a lot of people to hear in the name of religion the crusades the inquisition torturing people to christ don't say it (laughs) but in the name of uh, and we're going to torture how about salem witch trials people say well what if they were really witches i I know crazy but but what it really if you study that at all what it was was the fanciful imagination of a bunch of children causing trouble Mm -hmm. is what history has said but what if they were is is what the christians called to do is then i'll burn you to death or stone you i mean that's not what the church was called to do Isn't that kind of i mean it's just don't like you find that similar to and and forgive me and i know i'm stepping backwards but isn't that fam- similar to what the pharisees were doing when sure he heals a cripple but you did it on sunday so that don't count well guess or, what, or what Sabbath, i wrote right sorry. here how about the stoning of stephen mm-hmm. that's in the name of religion stephen preaches their old testament and he does an excellent job he tells it right down (laughs) he does an excellent job and he tells them exactly what the bible they study every day says and in answer to that they bite him they charge him they stone him with stones they kill him in the name of religion in the name of religion james is the first martyr of the church he's beheaded Mm -hmm. by herod um jesus is crucified on the cross in the the name name of of religion. religion he said he blasphemed God. That's his charge against him. Not Pilate examines him, said he did not. You know, there's no mm-hmm. fault. I find no fault in him whatsoever. Herod, who's the Jewish puppet king, finds no fault in him and sends him back. But his accusation is in the name of religion. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of horrible things done today in the name of religion. Mm-hmm. I agree. Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. There's there's people that are absolutely miserable today because they're in a religion. I would pray right now that if you're watching us and you're in a religion, that you get rid of it just as fast as you can, right? Mm -hmm. Because religion will make you absolutely miserable. Mm -hmm. Religion's man-made. That's the way I'm using that term. Mm -hmm. It's a man-made set of things to make you feel like you are getting closer to God and you're becoming more and more God-like and holy. That's what you're supposed Salvation to Salvation like. or a relationship is a completely different thing. Religion is man building a spiritual tower, if you will, to try to get themselves into heaven. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But salvation in a relationship is God reaching down from heaven and bringing and you in on saving man, right? Mm-hmm. It's him coming down to you. It's we not you always, climbing up to we him. We always forget that we're not the center of it all. The center of it's Christ, right? You know, Jacob 
in the Old Testament has a vision. He's he's in the wander. He's had a confused time in his life. He's had trouble with Laban. He's in the middle of this wilderness. He sees a vision at a place called Bethel, right? Mm-hmm. And he and he sees a ladder going up into heaven. And I think a lot of people, when they teach that story, teach that story as here's Jacob's way. Mm-hmm. Right? They teach it as like I'm gonna I'm gonna worship at Bethel because this is my ladder to climb mm-hmm. into heaven. But the ladder is for them to for Christ to climb down to you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't climb the ladder at Bethel. Mm-mm. Christ had to come down mm-hmm. and do to rescue himself. us mm-hmm. and save us. Because in the name of God, in the name of salvation, I sort these down and I'm gonna stop and let no, you talk. You go right ahead, that's fine. Is the spreading of the gospel number one most importantly what's the gospel here's some good news for you Christ did it mm-hmm. he finished it mm-hmm. salvation is available to you we talked about last week in Sunday school the spirit and the bride say come come on we right mm-hmm. and the church says come you it's an open invitation mm-hmm. that's what we get when we are in and the how, name of God not in the name of religion and how about those right? people that have been so disillusioned with the religion that they don't feel anything at all about God in a positive way at all. And I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. I think if you've encountered, if you, every human being on the planet mm-hmm. has a need for God. You're born with it. And you know it's there. You, you mean, might deny it, but you know it. You know you're in trouble and you know you need an answer. Okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody has that. But if you've tried to find that in religion, you are probably very bitter about that. Mm-hmm. Or you think, I didn't find an answer there at all. Or there's nothing, there's nothing to, to it. I didn't find an answer. Because guess what? You're right. There's no answer there. Not in religion. Not in religion. There's there an answer in Christ. There is an answer in God. There is an there's answer, an answer in, in salvation. So I said the spreading the gospel, number one, we get that not in the name of religion, but in the name of Jesus Christ. But here's something modern world has forgotten about. All of medicine. Mm-hmm. We got that. In the name of Jesus Christ. The people that found the things initially, all the science, the education, women's rights, abolishing slavery, Mm -hmm. civil liberties, right? Mm -hmm. These things came out of what? The church, the relationship with Jesus Christ, wanting to love Mm -hmm. your neighbor, Mm -hmm. love God first and love your neighbor. Mm -hmm. These developments, I'm seeking who God is and I'm wanting to help other people around me. How about the greatest nation on the face of the earth? Guess what it came out of? It came out of a relationship. relationship. Mm -hmm. God blessed this nation and its founding. He blessed Mm -hmm. people who, like, if if you read William Bradford, which we're reading right now in school, He's like, you know, it was almost like Gideon's army. God had to whittle us down to almost nothing to get us to get Mm -hmm. us in the place where we would understand it's all about him. Mm -hmm. And then he could make us something. Mm -hmm. Then he can make our country. People don't teach that in school anymore. Listen, it was real. I mean, they they were their numbers went down to almost nothing. And then God built the best nation on the face of the Mm -hmm. earth and has blessed it. Not out of religion. But out of that relationship. Out of relationship, out of Christian people. I mean, mm-hmm. I love to hear Junior talk about the prayers during World War II. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And like, if you ask Junior Endicott, who goes to our church, why we won World War II, people give you a lot of different answers. He said, it was moms praying. It was grandmothers praying. It was mm-hmm. a nation gathered together in prayer over these boys that were sent over mm-hmm. there. And and I mean, I, I've heard him tell that so many times. That this is how, what, how people acted. This is how mm-hmm. they came together. Mm-hmm. Right? That, that's in the name of Christ. That's mm-hmm. not in the name of religion. Mm-hmm. Religion supported Hitler. Read history. Mm-hmm. It did. Right? The church did. Uh, I'm, I am shocked that I'm going to do this, but I'm going to quote Karl Marx. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> okay? Karl Marx says religion is the opiate of the masses, and Karl Marx is right. Not that we support Now, Karl. listen to me. <laughs> I don't. don't support Karl Mar- Marx. I'm not a communist, but I'm going to tell you something. Religion, man loves. Mm -hmm. Human beings absolutely love religion because religion is, how can I be Mm godlike? This makes me feel better. Mm -hmm. And that's all about what's in this chapter. But salvation has nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. Salvation is God became a man and he paid my sin debt and he died on the cross and I received that by faith right through Mm -hmm. grace and i have that as a free gift Mm -hmm. right in my and it's a completely Mm -hmm. different thing it is a completely different conversation to sit with a religious scholar and to sit with june price Mm -hmm. absolutely 
right? Yes. This feels. This lets you. Not that feel religious like. scholars can't have a relationship, but generally speaking, this feels like intellectualism and rules. human development mm-hmm. a system of rules a a it Safety. feels like ch- when I, I walk into that conversation even though i study a lot about religion it feels like chains mm-hmm. because it, because yeah. if you if you have if you have that relationship you may feel that if you're someone who's a little intimidated or timid you like that religious um, security because it, it's it the opiate of the masses. It tells me what to, to do. I don't have to do anything. I right. don't have to worry about it. If this is what they want me to do, then I'll do this, and then I get to go to heaven. But you've missed so much over mm-hmm. here. The relationship is the, so what gets much you to heaven. Everything. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, you can start out. Whole you can thing. start out with a relationship and end up in religion, right? You can start out right and then get over here and let someone else tell you how to do and how to be all the time. And you're just as much in just as much trouble. It's like everybody knows about this now. That's on that is internet person. It's like ordering something from Wish. I don't know what Wish is. Wish is this thing, and when they show you the picture, it looks like you're going to buy a big screen TV for ten dollars. But when the big screen TV, it's a model TV this big that you can put like on your windowsill. It's like people are looking for God, mm-hmm. and they are finding religion. And they're going. This is a this is a complete scam. This will never work. And, to, and they're exactly right. And to support what you're saying, okay, in Revelation chapter 17, he talks about this apostate church, this religious form and formality, this this thing, and he doesn't and have that's some what we're kind read words about to say a, about it. There, there are not good things to say. Basically, this chapter is come. Let me show you the end the of difference. this path. Yeah, let me show let you. Let me difference. show you where religion will take you. And remember, let me show you where the consequences. And remember, of this. prior to this, remember we started seeing the mask come off the beast and the mask mm-hmm. come off, and we said now we see the mask come off religion. Now it comes off of the church. Yeah, because as as you reveal Christ, you see what the phonies and the fakes are exactly you see what wait exactly. a minute how did i get over here and there i think there's going to be people who's very surprised to see that what what, what? and in revelation those who will not take the mark of the beast those who will stand faithful to christ that's the revealing mm-hmm. of true belief true relationship with god is what and that's going to show you what false rela- relationship mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. was it's the same thing we're seeing it for real and when you see the words that scripture uses to describe this and you start putting that together with what you already know mm-hmm. they're harsh words they're not pleasant words they're, they're not easy words they are truth they reveal what christ thinks of this fake church religious and and everybody wants to say and i said this last week everybody wants to say well it's just this church and we will talk about like it includes elements of that church but it also includes every single religion that is not of christ on the planet all Mm -hmm. the ecumenical movement to mm-hmm. say that all of it is equal and if we would just be rational we would all get along we'd all have the same religion it's going to sh- that it's all of that mm-hmm. in this prostitute or apostate church that he describes mm-hmm. it's not just it, it this is all the false religions of the world and like i said people love them mm-hmm. well even they john, love them even john admires them so let's read what he said but you only love them until you get to a point where you need a savior and you realize and they are compl- and you realize now I'm, and this is in this chapter mm-hmm. then you realize how fake and empty and hollow and worthless it is and then you hate them mm-hmm. because if you're caught up in that religion and you really need the lord and we all do and we all get to a point where we realize mm-hmm. it and you realize they have nothing to offer you mm-hmm. the rage Mm-hmm. That an individual feels toward that it's falseness real. Mm-hmm. is real, and it's displayed in this chapter. And it's it's real. It's but displayed. It sometimes doesn't push them toward the real God. It pushes them no away altogether and says yeah. there is no such thing as right. God. And that there is. I've the tried calamity. Christianity. Mm-hmm. It didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. You couldn't. You have. found religion, and you tried to be religious. Mm-hmm. You tried to follow a system of rules that would make you worthy of heaven you by your own it. effort. Even if you sacrificed, right? Even if it caused you to do things or not do things you would have preferred to do, you still 
tried to get there on your own. But the truth is, your righteousness is filthy rags. It'll every take time, every time the no blood of Christ. What, no matter every when, time, right? No, right. I mean, we like to think that our acts are great and wonderful, and we some and even folks that are in a relationship might mm-hmm. stamp back and say, "Look how great I did! I did good! I handled that well!" I did. But your righteousness is always as filthy rags. Always. Always. So. No, you you didn't do. It's not what you. It's not that. It's what's been done. What God has done for you. Yeah. So let's go. Even though we read the first six verses, we're going to go back over the first six Mm -hmm. verses again and stop. And let's stop and let's remember where we are. Just just because it's just one of those things that makes my brain settle in right. We have had the we seven seals. We are in seals. a parenthetical. Mm-hmm. We have had seven <laughs> seals. We are. We are. We have had seven trumpets. We have had seven vials. And at the end of this last and chapter this 16, is the seven, we seven have, we've gone through the seven vials. But when that seventh vial is open, you have this thing where John stops and says, let me show you something. Mm-hmm. Right? And the angel because says. Before I mm-hmm. show you the end and that seventh vial, mm-hmm. I want to show you how this has happened all through human history. And remember, to show you verse picture. 21 of chapter 16. And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about a, the weight of a talent. And we said... That was around as much weight as a man could carry. Some have estimated it to be about 100 pounds. And, and, and a horrible men earthquake. blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail. And that's and, after the greatest earthquake the, earth, the mm-hmm, world has ever yeah. known. And the great city was divided into three parts. Everything's, I mean. So we're coming to the end of everything. Of earth, mm-hmm. of, of everything. Mm-hmm. We're, we're coming to the end He's of the judgment. Old, like and right before shaking. he gets to the very end, he says, let me show, no, you, let me show you something. So verse 1 of chapter 17 says, And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters. I hate saying that word, but that's the word that's, that's there. That's the word that's in here. But, but it's a vile <laughs> I, word because word. of what it, it is. It is a vile thing. Right? It's what yep. it is. With whom, and so, without... Um, and we would we could get a nicer translation, but it's not a nicer idea. Mm-mm. It's still this idea. So so how, without being completely gross, <coughs> how do we define that? She is somebody who is with whomever she wants to be for whatever she wants out of them for personal gain for personal gain, no loyalty and no loyalty and tolerant. She puts up with Tolerant, everyone. No matter what they want. As long as she gets right? As, as, right. As long so, as she profits. When you think about our religious yeah. situations and you think about, he calls this, come hither and I will show thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth that. upon many waters. And waters yeah. usually means people. So and it, and he tells you later on it does mean people. Mm-hmm. In the same chapter, he says, I'm talking about multitudes mm-hmm. of people. When the Bible it interprets itself, you got to go, go with, with that. that. Mm-hmm. It says that, that these waters are all the people that, that are under with. her influence. Mm-hmm. Okay? All the people that are under her influence. Um, and it's... So... Keep going. Sorry. So I, I, I want to get to her forehead. With whom... <laughs> it says, verse 2, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication mm-hmm. and fornication we know how to do it is sex any sexual activity any outside of marriage committed fornication so the kings of the earth have committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication so he carried me away in the spirit so just, we can't we said it but the kings have benefited from her mm-hmm there's been a marriage of spiritual and political power Mm -hmm. and the people that rule the earth have benefited from the fact that this very tolerant no judgment no loyalty to any one thing religion has allowed everybody to come in Mm -hmm. and be controlled by the beast the beast and being the beast and the second beast are both users of spiritual authority and political authority and ec- economic authority all combined into one thing like there there's one religion one money one power mm-hmm. and so when it's talking about this he said all these kings over all the time have found a benefit in befriending this false religion whatever mm-hmm. that false religion's title is at the time over history mm-hmm. they found there's a benefit in marrying power mm-hmm. with spiritual power mm-hmm. and then the next part now says wait. but the people it's different with the people yeah. what happening the with the king drunk. kings are benefiting 
but the people don't know how to walk. Mm-hmm. The people are intoxicated. They can't and tell. What does being drunk mean? We talked about about Richie. Uh, mm-hmm. No offense, but Richie said being drunk just lowers your defenses. It makes you not know what's going on. You can't you can tell the truth easily, from a lie. You can't. You can't discern you anything. You can't tell you, right from wrong. You just do and exist and whatever pleases you at the moment. That's don't what you're how you're for. supposed to live, mm-hmm. right? They're drunk. They're they're aimless. They're, they're drunk with the wine of her fornication. So mm-hmm. they're not drunk with just wine. It's the result of this fornication with the kings. You don't know which ends up. Have you ever lived in a time in history where people didn't know which end was up right now? That they don't know what they are, who they are, what they should do, what they were made for, that they have a purpose? How we should live, what's right, what's wrong. I mean, I want you to think about how drunk we are right now because we've married false religion and we've been in churches that don't preach the Bible and we've been in religions we say well, we all religions are equal. Well, we don't go into Think churches about how at all up, because it's already hurt right us now. somehow or it's, you know, we've turned away from anything well, this that has one is people God. who would say, I'm the person that is involved in this even 6,000 years ago and now would say, I'm a very spiritual person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is not the person who doesn't have anything to do with God at all. No. This is the person who feels very spiritual, very religious, very upright, and they don't know the God that is the one true God at all. And the, and the angel's going to show okay. you that because she sits on many waters. She's with the kings of the earth. Mm-hmm. The inhabitants of the earth have no clue, in other They're words. They're just messed up in every way. They're suffering because of their leadership mm-hmm. and their connection with these false religions, telling them it's okay. So he carried me away, the angel to John, in the spirit, into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. Keep reading. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. Read one more. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. So John lives in the time that the Roman Empire is the strongest force on the, the planet. He lives in a time when Rome is very heavily on his mind. We're going to talk about the symbolism that's in this <coughs> chapter about that city. But he calls this <coughs> this person, this religion, this world religion, he calls it Mystery Babylon. He calls mm-hmm. it that for a reason. Because this <coughs> is not just great. Rome and the religion that came out of Rome. Christianity that gets corrupted. He's talking about... This is the religion that started at Babel. Mm -hmm. This is the religion that culminated in Babylon being the first world empire. Mm -hmm. This is the religion that he's going to tell you in a minute that five before John, one while he's alive and more to come, Mm -hmm. are all a part of. He's given you a synopsis of world history in a couple Mm -hmm. verses here Mm -hmm. where he's telling you, behold, I show you a mystery. This has always been her. Mm-hmm. She's always rode the beast. Who's and the beast? The beast, the beast is like Christ. Jesus Christ is to God the Father. Didn't we say that? Mm-hmm. Satan is like the, the influence mm-hmm. behind the power. And the embodiment of it is this person referred to as the beast and his political power. And there's another beast and all that stuff. But Satan's behind it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And she, if she's writing this. Why is she writing this? She's benefiting mm-hmm. from having her well, look what she's spiritual got. influence purple and combined scarlet. with political influence. Remember what's... So it's all tied up in politics, right? Mm-hmm. He's a political world leader, but he's using the church to accomplish the will of Satan. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk about her forehead. Mm-hmm. But don't forget before you do, she's decked in purple and scarlet, which means royalty. She's important. She's rich. She's rich, right? Yeah. She's decked with gold and precious stones and pearls. And it has a, and this is the part, and I know maybe it's because I have too much of an imagination, but when you talk about a harlot to me, and her fornication with all the different people of the earth, the kings of the earth, no loyalty. In her hand, full mm-hmm. of abominations, but it says, and filthiness of her fornications. That just just makes me want to just go, Ew. you know, just Cor- corruption, just complete slime, and total disgusting filth, corruption, dirty. That's what nasty. this is. She this this religion looks. She's holding so on to that. She's holding on beautiful. to something from the kings to say, look. I'm with Listen, you. 
all the false religions, all the, the bad philosophies, all the man-made religion in the world looks beautiful. It, and it, one way you really know is that they become very rich mm-hmm. serving whatever they're serving. They become mm-hmm. very, very rich and politically powerful. But inside of her, in the hidden places of is her, the in the inside of the cup, is complete and total corruption. Mm-hmm. So I may be saying, you'll have all these good things if you follow my religion, if you'll come and get, join my cult or join my cause. You'll have all these wonderful things. But inside, just, just, just past your sight, unless you're careful, is the filthiness, the corruption that'll completely and totally destroy mm-hmm. you and anyone that comes nearer. And that beast is red because it's the blood of the saints, all that she murders that mm-hmm. tell the truth about mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. all that she's murdered since the beginning mm-hmm. that tell the truth about God. Mm-hmm. That's why that beast is red, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about that a little bit last mm-hmm. week. We did. But I want to talk about her forehead. Mm-hmm. On her forehead. And I don't want to say anything that I shouldn't say or accuse any religion that I shouldn't accuse. I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is anything that is not of God, if, if any man tries to go another way but Jesus Christ, he's the same as a thief and a robber. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I know I'm in danger of being canceled. <laughs> that's the truth. And I mean, even if there's a cross above the door, mm-hmm. if they're not telling you that Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven, that's a false religion. That's a false church. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because he's told so them that. So that's just the truth. I'm not stuff. leaving Christianity out of this discussion. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that there's a difference in religion and salvation. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between the real and the fake, and it's about to be revealed. So in Rome, did you know that prostitutes wore headbands with their name on it? Nope. Did not know that. <laughs> they really did. And she's got, it, it says right there, she's got a, he- a band. It says, upon her forehead was a name written. History <clears throat> Babylon the Great. The John is describing Carlos. what you would have seen in Rome. You would have seen a, a name written right here. And I began to think today about the forehead. I began to think about when the beast first comes into power toward the beginning of the Great Tribulation period. Mm-hmm. He wants people to take a mark in their forehead mm-hmm. and in the right hand, right? And that, that mark is a, a pledge of dedication mm-hmm. to yeah. serve him mm-hmm. as not only a leader but a god. And it's the only way you get to really stay alive because you can't do and then God takes his own that won't take that mark, and he puts his seal on their in their forehead. forehead. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it kind of just hit me today. What, why, why do we keep coming back to right here? Right? It's in your forehead. Right? So, and then I thought about the harlot. She wears the harlot in Rome wore her name right here, and so does this great harlot. She wears her name, and her name is Babylon the Great. And I thought, the forehead, my mind. Mm-hmm. We forget that this thing doesn't just affect your eternal destiny or your heart. Being a saved individual ought to affect every part of your mind. Mm-hmm. Your mind you belongs you to go, Christ. You do. Yep. False religion also wants it to affect every part of your mind. Renew. Right? That idea of, and, and, I, and I really want you to help me because I'm developing this, okay? But mm-hmm. that idea of, I will fix it myself, I will worship myself, I will find symbols and graven images that I can control. It makes me I will happy. be equal to God. I'm comfortable. I like Taints it. every single relationship, every single thought, every th- way you live your life because it's right here. You might say, well, religion is just a part of my life. I, I'm a whatever you are part of the time and I'm also this and this and this and this but it won't work that way it's right here you try to pretend that you go to church and you pretend that you are a Christian and you may not even know you're pretending but religion might be what you have instead of salvation it's on your forehead I'm going to think about that mm-hmm. you've seen that I've seen that We've I've all seen, seen that. that not that we're judging people's salvation you're not allowed to cannot and wouldn't be very good at it if we tried and that's the only authority of God mm-hmm. but you've seen people and you can see that okay wait you're thinking the opposite of Christ in every single arena of your life mm-hmm. and if you're born again if he sealed you which he mm-hmm. tells us in mm-hmm. Corinthians he sealed us right mm-hmm. Yes. It affects your thinking in every single arena of your life. Mm-hmm. In other words, she can't escape this. It's the first thing you see. Mm-hmm. 
And right? it's the first thing she's going to have. It's what it colors you how she's everything going to she is. Mm-hmm. The regular wife, the mother, the lady, the daughter walking around in Rome does not have her name right here. Right? No. This this is here to show you of this woman's mind this is, is you can do anything you want for enough money. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'll go any way you want me to go. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's what that means. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, I think it's a reminder again in chapter 17 that the battle is in your mind. The battle's inside of you. It it, it affects every part of you. You have to think right. And I get really afraid when religious people say, you don't have to read your Bible. You don't have to worry about that. You don't have to know it. You don't have to apply it. I'm like, you've got to have your mind Or they'll say, you don't need it all. You don't need the Old Testament. You just need the New Testament. You just don't need this. You you need your mind right. And if you pray, just read what I I gave you. You don't have to talk to God on your own. He saved my soul, but he also saved all of me. Doesn't it say renewing your mind daily? We Remem- renew our mind. Remember when he when he's washing feet with the disciples mm-hmm. before his resurrection, and he says to Peter, "I'm gonna wash your feet." Peter says, "Don't do that." Mm-hmm. Peter says, and Jesus said, "If I don't wash you, you have no part of me." And he says, "Wash my head and my heart." And my head. Jesus said, "I don't need to do that. Just this for now, because he's going to be born again on the day mm-hmm. of Pentecost. He's going to receive the Holy Spirit. He's going to preach." But Peter couldn't just. He went all in. Mm-hmm. Right on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit falls, Peter's all and he's all clean. Mm-hmm. He's brand new, right? But I am sure he believed before. But I'm also but sure that new. at some points in his life, even after that, he had to get back to. Sure. You have to, you have to mold yourself to what God says. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, He saves you. Yes, He keeps you. Yes, He does all that. But if I don't ever, if how can I be in a relationship if I'm never talking to the other person, right? If mm-hmm. I'm never listening. And I find myself, maybe other Christians aren't this bad. Maybe I'm just the bad one. I find myself doing a lot of talking. But then every now and then, God does something and makes me stop because I need to listen too. Mm-hmm. My mind needs renewed daily. I'm not going to get it right every day on my own. Mm-hmm. The thing that I think is especially important in this verse too is what you've been trying to say all along there's people who read this part of scripture and they start assigning who this is and how this works and who you know it's that religion because they do it's this and it's this religion by the blood of christ that's who it but is but look what it says it says mystery babylon the great on her forehead she's the mother she was where it started she's the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth all of she them. has lots of children all of them that are doing these things right so it's not like it's just her and nobody else so she's got children with cross necklaces on mm-hmm. yeah I don't says, I don't know how to be blunter than that she's got people the, it says the mother of harlots her daughters have learned how to do what she's doing and that's to make everybody feel okay and do it this and way. And don't feel bad about what you're doing as long and as I benefit little, and, and if I profit. It's a, and if it's a little difficult, right? if it's something where, you know, and you know and I know that It'll when, when God price. talks to you and you're reading scripture and you see something, it kind of is painful sometimes to realize I missed it. I missed that mark completely. I'm not doing, I'm not thinking right. I need to change. I might have to say sorry when, and this is just a very small thing, but I might have to say I'm sorry when I don't really have anything to be sorry for. Right, I don't want to be sorry because it's not my fault. That, but I might have to. I might have to take a servant's attitude. I might have mm-hmm. to put somebody else ahead of myself. I might, and nobody naturally likes to do those things, right? That's true. So she has. She, her name is not only that she is mystery, but she's the mother of more of this of all time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that of all of this that's ever then, happened in human history. And then look at verse six. We see mm-hmm. her. We see she's decked out in precious stones like and rich and all that stuff. But look at 11. six, and it says, "And I saw the woman drunken. She's drunk mm-hmm. with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered, with what? With great admiration." The Bible is not wrong, but that word. In the King James Version, does not mean the way we use admiration now. Mm-hmm. That word means John is sitting there dumbstruck. He looks at her and he can't even make can't sense even of it. Can't even imagine. What's so what going he's on? doing, he's sitting there going, "What?" Right. That that word means that he is literally astonished, or he's mm-hmm. sitting there like he's frozen, 
trying to understand this image of mm-hmm. this woman. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean, I'm not telling you your Bible's wrong. I'm telling you, we, we change, over time, you change the way you use a word. That word doesn't mean he thinks she's great. That word means he can't understand what he's seeing. He, he's amazed. And then we're going to go on don't with the angel. Forget, don't forget. So anybody at this time knows what a harlot is. Sure. Knows what a whore but is. But why is she riding the beast? And, and why, why is she, she so wealthy? And why is yeah, she empowered? And right? how, what is this mystery that she's And Babylon? she's the mother of all these right. things. So, what, so it's not hard to he's put trying yourself to figure here it all out. because he expects the reader to understand, or God in showing him this, expects you to understand what he's talking about is yeah. not something you should be looking at and not able to... How is that? Doesn't Solomon say that somewhere? Why do the evil prosper? Why do the wicked prosper? What, where's all, John's seeing the same sort of thing. And then in verse 7, it said, And the angel said unto me, Wherefore do you, thus didst thou marvel? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wherefore didst thou marvel? I will tell thee the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carries her, Don't stop so you get to which like, hath the seven heads and ten horns. The beast that thou sawest was and is not and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition and they that dwell on the earth shall wonder whose names were not found in the book of life from the foundation of the world when they behold the beast that Did was. Did you say found? Foundations of the world when they behold where? Whose names are written? not written in the okay. book of life I just from the foundation of the world. Did I say it wrong? Excuse me if it's I did. The, I, I just think, uh, no, I was just asking. Let me read verse different. 8 again okay. just to make sure we get it right. All right. The beast that wa- that thou sawest was and is not and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition and they that dwell on the earth shall wonder whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world when they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is. And here is the mind which hath wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits, sitteth. And there are seven kings, five are fallen, one is, the other is not yet come, and when he cometh, he must continue a short space. Verse 11, And the beast that was and is not, even he is the eighth, and is of the seven that goeth into perdition. Read one more. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. Okay, so we've got, he tells John that five of these kingdoms, okay, first of all, you're going to read that and you're going to think Rome with its seven hills. And Rome with its seven hills is the imagery mm-hmm. that God is using mm-hmm. through John to talk to you about this this, this woman. This woman. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely including in that the corruption of the Christian religion because Rome, mm-hmm. will, John doesn't know it yet, hadn't mm-hmm. happened yet, but Rome eventually will become mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. the Christianity comes mm-hmm. out of and goes into all the world and it will become corrupt like this woman. Mm-hmm. And it will not just what sits in Rome, but there are corrupt churches everywhere. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, he he keeps telling you it's Babylon. It's all of the corrupt and and. She's enemies of, of God who mm-hmm. look very beautiful and very religious all over the world. Mm-hmm. But the other thing, he, he tells John, not only is it Rome, uh, that's what I'm saying, it's it's the great empires of the world. He says, there have been five already, John, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There have been five that have fallen, and that is... Babylon. And we know this from history, not from John. That is Babel, Egypt, Assyria, Babylon, Persia... Well, I'm going too far into it because when I get to Rome and the Antichrist, but Egypt, Assyria, Babylon, Persia, and Greece are the five greats. Some people include Babel as the other great Mm -hmm. because he's going to get to where he's at eight. Mm -hmm. And how do you get to the number eight? They say Babel with Nimrod right after the flood is the first. And then you have Egypt, Assyria, Babylon, Persia, Greece. He says, John, you've already seen five of these fall. Mm -hmm. You're in one right now, which Mm -hmm. is Rome, the picture we're painting. Mm -hmm. And there's there's another one coming, Mm -hmm. which is going to be this Antichrist. and, and, And when you count them all up, you end up with eight. Mm-hmm. We talk about, but he says then under these seven, mm-hmm. there's some kings. and there's one coming under these hills. There's these ten kings, and what are these ten kings? 
It's like these guys, we don't really count them as a world empire. Mm -hmm. These guys are the nations that come out of a ruling empire, mm -hmm. but they're basically yes men. Mm -hmm. So these great kingdoms, all they do is uphold and support mm -hmm. the beast. Mm -hmm. They give they give all their power over to him. And to the church. So while and they're the while they're in woman. positions of authority, mm -hmm. they're really serving the beast who what do we say? That is like that is like the Messiah of Satan. Mm -hmm. if, and I hate even using those two words together, but that's his physical representation on earth. Mm -hmm. And all these kingdoms are given all, they're saying, okay, I want you to get this because you're going to recognize this in your culture and the, the trend here. Mm -hmm. They're saying, let's all go in together and have one money. Mm -hmm. Let's all go in together and have one government. Let's mm -hmm. go in together and have one religion. Mm -hmm. We are going to, it's Star Trek. We are going to <laughs> be under the Federation. We're all going to be the United Federation of Planets. I'm sorry. Star, I Trek, like Star Trek. But that is literally, you didn't even realize when you were watching that what you were saying. But, but what he's saying is we're all going to be under one giant authority as mm -hmm. Earth. Uh-huh. Right? Mm -hmm. And then we can solve all the problems because you won't have these little political factions and you won't have these nations against these nations or mm -hmm. this. We won't have, you won't go to another country and your money be worth less and your money be worth more. Everybody have equality. You won't have rich people and poor people. We'll manage mm -hmm. everything better if we all go together into one. Mm -hmm. That is what, verse 13, this woman rides one into power. And shall give their power and strength unto the beast. Yes. One mind. That's what we are talking about. Okay. I want you to know. But look too. what the next one says. I mean, keep going and find out that once they get that, but what they do to though. her. This is something that's kind of important. Let's go back to verse 12 before we go forward. And the ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings which have received no kingdom as yet. And that's you, you've talked about mm -hmm. that. But they receive power as kings one hour with the beast so he it says in the beginning mm -hmm. of the great tribulation period that he's going to say peace peace mm -hmm. and everybody's going to be like yes finally somebody can solve all our problems and we're going to come together and the minute they submit their authority to him give all their power over to him They've got it's a kingdom. Done. They're They've fine. They're done. Mm -hmm. They don't have to worry about economics. They don't have to worry about politics. They don't mm -hmm. have to worry about religion. Mm -hmm. They don't have to. Everybody's needs are going to be met because we're all going to be under one big umbrella. And, then, and he's going to solve the problem. But what do they do? In verse okay. 14, it says these same ones, right? They have now, one. remember, first after thing, that happens. Verse 13, it says they have one mind, read. and they gave their power and strength to the beast. And then in verse 14, it says these shall make war with who? With the lamb. So you just skipped all the chapters in between that we've been studying mm -hmm. where God is pouring out the vials One and God time. is judging the earth and doing all these things. So it starts out sounding so great, but they realize, hey, guess what? Now that we're all banded together, we have one enemy, Christ. Mm -hmm. And if we can destroy him, we've got we it. We can do anything we want. Right? Mm -hmm. He's our enemy. He's our common enemy. And that's why, I mean, do you see what's happening that's what here? That's what it says. We are, we're not fighting each other anymore. We're fighting We're him. fighting him. And they and we right? and that's what that, we've been that's reading. That's literally forever, what it comes. Right? So so that beautiful. Let's all have peace. Let's all meet everybody's need. Let all come together. Once it's revealed, what's really behind that mm -hmm. seemingly beautiful thing? They shall it's make war with the lamb, right? and the lamb shall overcome them. Mm -hmm. For he is Lord of lords and King of kings, and they that are with him. Are I love called this. and chosen and faithful. So I love that there's three words and they're not, he's not repeating himself. No, he's not. They are called, mm -hmm. they are chosen, and they are faithful. And what do you think the difference between saying that they are called and they are chosen? Well, let's just go <laughs> with. That's just, that's where I kind of like all day I've wanted to ask you that one question. Okay. Why so does he say day, called and chosen? That? Right? Mm -hmm. There's a verse that says many are called and few, are and chosen. few chosen. Mm -hmm. So I know that he said, whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be, be saved. Mm -hmm. In the book of Revelation, at the end of it, John's going to say, come, come, want you come. To come. Right. He's called all men unto himself, he said, didn't he? Mm -hmm. And he's I've called all, all by this. Now, mm -hmm. these guys have been called just like you have, whether you're saved or not listening to me right now. But yes. not everybody that's called is chosen. Chosen means you accepted that invitation. And you became a child of God. Mm -hmm. And he put his Holy Spirit in you. And you've been born again. It does not mean 
What it does not mean is only a few can be saved because God doesn't that, want everybody. That is exactly what where I, yes. I thought. Now I can't start with that line. Right. So it does not mean that I, Debbie Barkus, am chosen, but you can't be no matter what. Because God, God knew. Didn't do he that. said before the foundations of the earth who it was that we're going to choose him, that we're mm-hmm. going to accept this mm-hmm. call. But he extended the invitation to all. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be saved, you can be. He said you can be, mm-hmm. and he said he called all. Mm-hmm. But there's only going to be. There are only going to be a few that accept that call. Even though sometimes that number looks big. I hate that. I wish everybody hearing, I get so frustrated. I tell you this all the time. Teach Sunday school and I go to church and and I know how good Jesus is. And when I see people reject him, it makes me sick to my stomach. I literally want to throw up because I think, what do you not want in Christ? What has he not offered? What you know, not done. what more could the Lord do, and how much better would your life be if you just surrender to Him? But not everybody's going to accept that, gonna do that call, and that chosen, put in there, adopted, mm-hmm. put in there, given Joy the power air. to become the Join sons air. and daughters of God, mm-hmm. put in Join there, air. right? All mm-hmm. the things that we get in Christ, mm-hmm. they are called. And they are chosen. And it is required of a steward. And they're faithful. faithful. You know what? you got to stay. You can't keep yourself. God keeps you. But you've got to stay. Right? You've got... You have to be faithful. That's your part in this. Mm -hmm. And it's not... It doesn't say imperfect and never make a mistake and never get it wrong and never mess up. It says, show up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we laugh Faithful. when we say that because it's not like that's a hard thing to do. <laughs> I think 95% of being a successful Christian is showing, showing up. up. And mm-hmm. I don't just mean to church. Mm-hmm. Showing up to read Daily. the Bible. Showing up to pray. Showing up to look for Him every day to or guide look, your life. Or look for someone else show instead of yourself, up. right? Seeing right? the need in somebody else. Putting aside all of your wants and saying, "What can I do? What can, what do you need me to do today, God? What what do you want? They what what called, can I do?" They are chosen. They are faithful. If you've ever wondered what God means when He says what it means to be, there you go. This these are the ones, right? This says, and they are who overcomes with Him. That are, it says, verse fourteen says, "These shall make war with the Lamb." All the ones before, and the Lamb shall overcome them, for He is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And, and we they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. I'm with him. Mm-hmm. I'm with him. And it Because he called me and he chose me. When I came to not, he chose me as his own. And I've got to stay faithful. Mm-hmm. No matter right? what. I am called and chosen and faithful. That's you. One of If my, you want to go to heaven. One of my favorite preacher buddies, him. and I hope he's listening. We talk about this uh, through back and forth every now and then and encouragement one to another and the and the line is we got to make it. We got to make it. We cannot fall back. We cannot. I don't keep. I things. don't save myself, and I don't keep myself mm-hmm. saved. But I've got to be faithful. And we got to make it right. We've <laughs> I, got to not be distracted. We've there got is to no stop other way. At other things and saying, well, that's right? not right. I quit. We can't do those things. We've got to stay faithful. We got I'll to. go another way. There is no other way. It's required. This is the way. <laughs> We've all, and almost all church people can quote that verse. It's required of a steward that he be found faithful. Well, what is faithful? It's the opposite of the harlot. Show up, right? It's, it's loyal. Opposite. It's opposite of what she it is. It is the opposite of. It is the opposite. I am intolerant of every other man on the planet besides my husband when it comes to being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I am very intolerant. There's one. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's faithful. If you're faithful to Christ, you I know people are going to call you intolerant because you're going to say, hey, that won't work. Because that won't work. work. That won't work. And you even say religion won't, won't work, work but Christ will work. Mm-hmm. That'll get you somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you start talking says. to me about how good you are, you've lost me because you're not going to get me there. But if you talk to me about Christ and how good he that'll is, that'll work. Mm-hmm. Right? That'll get me there. Mm-hmm. I agree. So let's be faithful to that. And be called and chosen, accept it, stay, be faithful. You, you, This isn't one of those things that you just do once and then you just ride along with nothing else to do. I mean, it's like this is a continual love process. Of my life. Right? It's a continual process. Right? It's absolutely the opposite right, of what of her. this harlot is. Because she's not with him. And she's not faithful. And she's She's with whoever. She's going to be destroyed by the very ones who used her to get into power. 
Oh, here it comes. And verse 15 says, And he saith unto me, The waters which thou sawest where the horse sitteth are people. Are peoples. And, and peoples and means tribes and different and kinds of people. And nations and tongues. And we've seen that before. People from all over the world. Guess what? In the Not whole, just Rome. And, and people whole, from all over the world. in the whole book of Revelation, it's got several scenarios where it tells you it's everybody. It's This is about everything. Them. Verse 16, And the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, these shall hate. Now listen to this. These shall hate the whore, and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. Who is that? This is the ten horns, or the ten kingdoms. Those kingdoms that align under the beast which to give are him world on power. The beast. They right? turn on her. Now, because why would they do I'm that? I'm going to tell you why. I know why, but you tell me why. Go I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> Remember, everything we learn about the dark side reveals the light, right? Mm -hmm. And everything we learn about the light reveals who he really is. I'm mm -hmm. telling you. That's true. I'm, now I'm in Star Wars. But here we go. <laughs> so I went from Star Trek to Star Wars. And See, guess what? I know neither of them. My sister is the one that knows these. I don't know any of these. But here's the thing. So, so sorry. the bride of Christ mm -hmm. is the church. Mm -hmm. he, he's king of kings and lord of lords. He loves the church so much. He died for it. Mm -hmm. He paid for it with his own blood. He came down to earth to redeem it. Mm -hmm. That's who she is. She's in Revelation chapter is. 12, by the way. Mm -hmm. And, and she, that believing body of Jews and, and Christians together, that the Messiah comes through the line of Israel, and there she is. We're spiritual Israel as born again, mm -hmm. the New Testament tells mm -hmm. us. That bride he died for. I mean, he sacrificed for. But when you've got the beast... The beast is representing and his father, Satan, and the kings, right? and the kings of his And these horns. kings that are under the beast's authority and influence, what do they do to that, they to that woman who, who is not a bride, but is that false bride? Is that false He's just keeping company. Bride I heard a minister say that. They're just, it's, you never see where they're ever married. He just, they just keep company with her. She's a he does what Satan does. Mm -hmm. he, he seeks to kill, steal, kill, steal and destroy. Mm -hmm. And when he's gotten every bit of benefit of her. out of her, not only does it say that she's destroyed and burnt all this stuff, she's devoured. <laughs> I'm sorry. I Mark, that's too and cute. Devoured is really Mark funny, Mark Coleman apparently. sent a message, and I love Mark Coleman for yeah. this. He said, <laughs> he said, may the force of Christ be with you. I know, I'm trying, Mark. I'm trying. Too many. Sorry. And, and what, what's really scary, I'm serious about that, is that I know nothing about Star Trek. Or Star Wars. I do. But anyway. No, but so here's the thing. So what does she have they want? Why would Power. You Influence and money and gold and precious and as stones soon as and they get it, mm -hmm. they they don't love her. So it's not. Do you think that the the people that go to a prostitute love her? They hate her. They they, they use her and abuse and, her, and she hates them. And they don't want anybody to know they were with her, right? Right, right. And they you know hate her. The ten horns, verse sixteen, which but thou your redeemer loves upon you. the beast. These shall hate the whore and shall make her desolate. So they don't just kill her, right, right. They make her desolate. Remember I said and when you naked. get to the place that you need a Savior and, and you are flesh. worshiping a religion, you will hate religion because it will offer you nothing. nothing. She has nothing but filthiness to offer you in her That's cup. Nothing her but cup. corruption. That's all she's got. Mm -hmm. She'd, she would give you more if she had it. She doesn't have anything else. Mm -hmm. But but when you <laughs> serve Christ, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And He's it says, king of kings and, and shall Lord eat Lord. her flesh and burn her with fire. Yikes. Verse 17. For God hath put it in their hearts to fulfill his will and to agree and give their kingdom unto the beast. Just in case you forgot, God is the one the in control. Until the words of God shall be fulfilled. And I like God's that. sovereignty has not been violated. This is a piece of scripture sure. in my mind. This is a horrid thing. But he's sovereign. He's king. And he's he never Lord. lost control. He's never lost control and for a second. Studied, and, and for those of you who might not he's realize He's not even that, nervous about losing control. And we, and we, we <laughs> might not even realize that. But in yeah. many of the prophecies of Israel going into captivity, he uses... The nations Horrible that people. will do what he needs done to have happen. But in the end, God is in control. God is, he knows exactly what's going on. And it may not seem like, I think sometimes when we look around the world today, it doesn't seem like anybody's in control. What the heck is going on? But God is still in control. He still knows what his plans are. He still knows what he needs done. And he shared that with us. you got to read verse 18 because I see Kate coming. To and turn the us woman off. which thou sawest is that great city 
which reigneth over the kings of the earth. Which is Rome. So John is saying it is Rome. But I want you to think about Rome in John's day wasn't a Christian place. It didn't have mm-hmm. a church in it. It didn't have any of the things that you refer to. What Rome was at that time was glorious. Mm-hmm. This is this is Pax Romana. Yeah. This is the Roman roads going all across the empire of Rome. This is the glory of Rome and the high days of Rome. Mm-hmm. This Everybody who would have thought said this is the greatest empire ever. And there's peace and there's democracy and there's and wealth. Smart, and and, and if you, and you know what? When they came to, to overtake a territory, they didn't care what God you worshipped. Guess why? Because they were a part of this world system called Babylon. They and don't care what your not, God is as long as you, you are not loyal to it above Caesar. Mm-hmm. If you will worship and not be loyal, if you will worship whatever you want to worship and Caesar... You can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. It's the most tolerant and inclusive society ever in ancient history, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And John says, this is Babylon the Great. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not the only one. There's other ones. And, and there will be more. And don't forget, she has children. And I have to say this before she turns it off, because it's time <laughs> to turn it off. So there's one right now. Mm-hmm. You're living in one right now. Yes. You're, you're living in the spirit of the Antichrist, of that age. Mm-hmm. He, the, the leader that joins everybody together is coming in the future at some point. But we're living in that now. So if you had to say, well, John says, that city is Rome. Now, be careful. Yes. What city is it now? What city demonstrates a complete lack of loyalty to anything that is of the true God? What What is full of religion, but none of it, is is true what what gives you complete false hope and identity and power and riches and wealth and political influence combined with economic influence and political influence don't answer but don't answer but think what what city could that be in our age or country there you go i would think we'll stop right there and (laughs) (laughs) before i get killed No, you that? know what? The word of God is true. No matter and, what, and you it think. doesn't matter yeah. if we, you know, someone always says, someone always says, well, how do you think you know everything about it? Oh, we don't know everything about no, everything. God does. But we're just believing what it says. This is what it says, and what it says is enough, right? We don't have to. Add I don't to have it. to add to it. I'm we're just asking you if if this think. pattern, John says, has been since the Tower of Babel, and it culminates in the end of the world. You're not in the only period in history where it doesn't exist. It exists now as well. And what city, if you were John, would you say, hey, this mother, this, this mother of harlots or this seat of this false religion is maybe this city. May the fourth of Christ be with you. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us. We will hopefully be back next week. We'll start in chapter 18. <laughs> Keep your Bibles open. Let's just believe what it says.